Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people. Sharing uplifting news stories. And delivering tips and tricks. To bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guest today, vegan chef Gaz Oakley. Now then, life could have been different for Gaz. He was a very talented sportsman. And so could have... We all have that sliding doors moment, don't we, I suppose? But anyway, it's worked out well. The the food food world is richer for his presence. His latest book, Plants Only Kitchen, over 70 delicious, super simple, powerful and protein-packed recipes for busy people. It's out now. It is absolutely beautiful. Uh, He's also... Vegan 100 is another one. Vegan Christmas... Fair play to guess. Absolutely banging, banging out the hits. Um, and, and just what a, what a lovely bloke, how he got into veganism. Uh, I would say, I know, I know lockdown is easing, but I do know that a lot of people are turning to cooking. More time on our hands. It's a good hobby to get into. My wife, thanks to people like Gaz and the, and the, the, the rise in veganism, our house, our house has certainly got a lot more vegan, and we eat a lot more vegan meals ever since January. And as with a lot of people, it was it was cowspiracy that was a turning point. As regulars as well know, I've interviewed a few people now, actually not just for the podcast, but for the mag as well. And this cowspiracy comes up, and you do think you think how can a documentary have how can it change your life like that? But if you, I would urge you to see it. it's on Netflix. It was when I last checked, and uh, yeah, it, it it will change how you think, but not in a way that you were perhaps expecting. And I'll I'll leave that there. But it, it's terrific. Anyway, uh, Gaz Oakley, we will hyperlink the book, uh, and we will hyperlink his website. Uh, and what a uh, what a, what a tremendously lovely book. And he's also his idea that he reveals on this podcast is a very good one. I will say no more. It's very kind of him to. Uh, to, uh, I know it's a dish this, but there's such a, uh, a food pun there that I, I apologise to myself. Uh, anyway, here he is, the lovely Gaz Oakley. Well, I mean, may I just say, uh, just to start with, huge congratulations to to have achieved what you've achieved. Uh, and I know you've been a food fan your whole life, but since the inception of uh, of the YouTube and the Instagram to get where you are now, it's it's remarkable. Uh, you, you want, you must be absolutely thrilled. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's just really. I just can't put it into words. I mean, I'm so busy. I, I haven't had a chance to really look back and 
realize what I've done. I'm so um, motivated to keep um, spreading my message that I just, um, I never really stop and think what I've done, but it's always, what can I do next? So, um, you know, I, when I, when I get the, uh, the lovely messages that I get through and emails and things like that, you know, it, 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 it makes all the hard work worth it. And, um, no, I, I, it's just, I can't believe this is happening to me, to be honest with you. I'm, I feel so, feel so grateful. Was there, um, has there ever been a moment, you know, before you properly broke through, yeah. was there a moment where you wondered, I, oh, maybe I should have, I mean, obviously it's worked out perfectly, but was there a time where you thought, ah, oh, maybe I should have pursued rugby or, or one of the other sports that, that you're doing? Well, I mean, the, the, the dream of playing professional sport had long gone since, since then, but, um, I, I was actually between working in professional kitchens and, you know, starting on this social media vegan journey. Um, I was actually just in a, a normal nine to five sales job role. And I quit that job when I reached 7,000 Instagram followers thinking I'd made it. <laughs> and, um, you know, there were some really scary times in the, in the early days of starting uh, the Instagram and especially after quitting my job and realizing that, you know, that, that paycheck that I relied on each month wasn't coming in and I had to sort of had to, had to make, make my hobby a, a job and, and really just crack on. And so when I realized that I was totally broke, but had this mission and had this plan, it, there was some worrying times, but um, I was, I'm lucky I've got an amazing family, uh, a great support network. So I was, I was, I was okay, I think, but uh, there was some scary times for sure. But I'm still passionate. Now, but please, can you share? That's something that, that I find fascinating. I spoke with Aaron Craskell uh, a few weeks ago. He went through, a, he's, a, he's a, a YouTuber. He went through a very similar thing. He had a, a full time job. He quit that thinking he'd caught his break. And then he, then he realized that he, may, he might have quit his day job prematurely. He said that there were such tough times. Please, could you share with us, Gaz, um, what made you think deep down that you'd done the right thing? Mm. Oh, good question. I mean, I think it was more of a case of just seeing the people's feedback to my, my content and, sure. and seeing the, the growth of the sort of uh, audience in, in such a short space of time and, and also more more of a sort of real life thing because social media is, is, is just numbers. You can't really judge too much on, on, on someone's audience on, on social media. But when I was going to sort of vegan festivals and, um, and I, I was, I, you know, I was to make money, I was, I was baking cakes and stuff like that and, and selling them at these festivals and then they sure. were all selling out and then people were coming over to me, enjoying the food that I was making, but also saying to me, look, the, the, recipe videos that you posted on YouTube have saved my, my uh, Christmas dinner or my family oh my lunch and, and just things like that have um, made it worthwhile and just thought to myself, then I, I have to keep going. And, and other things, things like um, there, was no, there was no vegan cooking show uh, on TV and I wanted, sure. to, I wanted to do something uh, like that on YouTube. Um, and sorry about my phone. Yeah, I, okay. I wanted to do... a. a TV-ready um, cooking show for vegans on YouTube. And, and just having that challenge was enough to keep me going and then seeing the reaction to the videos was great. So, um, yeah, I think the positivity from the reaction uh, to my content was what kept me going for sure. 
Good man. So what what was, what was the uh, what was that that moment? Um, the most extreme example might be say the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. You know, is the moment where they you know truly cracked the world. What what was your moment where you realised I can actually make a living from this? Yeah, um, probably when my now book agent Zoe got in touch with me out of the blue and just said, um, "Are you interested in?" writing a cookbook are you joking yeah i actually thought it was a, a, a spam email i thought it was a, i thought it was a, i thought someone was trying to wind me up yeah 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 but when i saw that and i was at this point i had i was so broke it was it was embarrassing i had i was with my ex-girlfriend she was nagging at me like saying i we're never going out you're always working and i was like I got no money to take you out. But anyway, I got this email come through from my, my now agent and she was like, come, come to meet me in London. I'll set you up. I'll set up a few meetings with some publishers. So I go there and I'm going into these beautiful offices, really plush places. And I've got this, these scruffy clothes on. <laughs> and <laughs> I tried trying to sell them a, um, a, a cookbook. And um, luckily um, a few, few of them came back and said, yes, we, we want to, do a cookbook with you so I had to uh, choose the best one for me and and uh, it all went from there and then I knew then that um, this is my this is what I can, this is what I have to do now for the rest of my life and, and uh, I'm, I'm lucky enough to turn this hobby into a, a career I think initially when I knew that when I quit my my day job I knew instantly then that I was never going to go back to that I was always going to make something of myself in this vegan or or in back in cooking because you know I was a professional chef for a number of years but so even if the the YouTube or the Instagram stuff failed and I didn't do any cookbooks I would have opened a little cafe or a little deli like that so um I I was just I was just determined to make my hobby a a career I mean were you either sort of person had you had you drawn out a plan was there you know a, a mood board on the wall on the wall uh, are you are you into uh, the law of attraction? I, I just I'd love to know what helps you propel you from struggling to then being you know whether you like it or not, mate. One of the biggest names uh, in food. You know, I mean, the, the number of followers you've got it speaks for itself. Um, I'm actually not one of those people. I wish I was actually that would write up a a list of things to do and plan for the next few years and months, but uh, I'm really not. I'm, yeah. I think that's from, my, from what I've experienced is a lot of creative people are like that. They just sort of, I'm almost riding a wave here and um, uh-huh. taking things as they come. Um, I do, I am now trying to plot and, and, and plan out the future because I've got some big plans such as restaurants and things like that. So I really do need to be thinking about that long-term um but i i'm i'm i've i've learned recently that i'm it's a bit of a blessing and a curse but i'm really really competitive and uh and hard on myself whether that's i think i got it from my my days playing sport to a high oh, level yeah but in anything in in life if i don't do it to the best of my ability i'm um, i'm really hard on myself so um, it's it is a blessing, but also a, a curse sometimes as well. But I think that's what that that's what made me not quit. I think. I mean, these these past few years, how does it feel to have been at the uh, the vanguard of this of this vegan movement? Because it, it can only be a positive thing, can't it? And you know, I know from reading about you the the um, 
I say this in the warmest way possible, the, the, the sheer volume of people that you've helped inspire to embrace the, the, the vegan lifestyle. Could you just share with us uh, what sort of joy that must have brought you? Yeah, it's um, honestly, I, I pinch myself every day. And uh, I remember when I first went vegan and, and seeing that there wasn't many um, outlets there. So if you wanted a, a, a recipe for something you missed before going vegan, it wasn't there. So being able to fill that gap and, and help people. And, and it's not just myself, is it so many incredible chefs and vegan influencers out there that are helping people. So um, the message that I get, just unbelievable. I've got my mum working for me now and she gets emails all the time from people um, saying thank you for the work I've done. It's just, it makes me, it makes it all worthwhile and it makes my family awesome. really, really happy as well. So yeah. uh, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm happy I'm known for something that is, uh, is, is making some difference in the world. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to ask, have you seen the cat, the cowspiracy documentary? Yeah, actually that was one of the first videos that I watched that, um, you know, put me on the, the road to going vegan for sure. It's um, for anyone who's not watched it. And, and I'm amazed by, how many people haven't watched it? People that uh, I, I consider to be into well-being, uh, who I know that take good care of themselves. But I mean, I I cannot urge enough people to see it. It is a a jaw-dropping piece of work, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. And um, actually, it was that video that planted the seed in my head to go vegan. Um, and then an hour later, I watched a video that um, made me go vegan overnight. So. If it wasn't for Cowspiracy, I wouldn't have watched this even more powerful video on YouTube that made me go vegan literally overnight from from a bodybuilder's diet almost, 5,000 calories a day I was eating. So I wanted to start playing rugby again. Yeah. Um, and then I went vegan straight. <laughs> it was crazy. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Could you please share with us what the uh, what the other video was? Yeah, so um, if you go on YouTube, you just have to type in um, – Gary Yorofsky, which is spelled "your off sky." Basically. Yes, I've I've I, I, I've I've read about you talking about this. Now that you now that you say, of course, right. So and, get- uh, it's just a speech. He's in a, a university in America, but what he says and it's so powerful. And uh, it was that video that made me go vegan overnight. It just made me make that connection to you know. I was a sh- I, I worked in in kitchens for a number of years. I was butchering everything. I was plucking feathers off things. Of I just thought it was just a product like everyone does, you of know, uh, but it made me make that connection again and um, made me go vegan straight away. Never thought I'd be vegan up until then. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't want to, I won't spoil Cowspiracy. It is on Netflix. I, I'm talking about Cowspiracy as if I own shares in it. And I, I promise <laughs> that I don't, but um, without giving the game away, um, I've, got, I've really got to be careful because I, I, I don't want either of us to get into trouble. But what they are suggesting in that documentary, uh, and I suppose the clue is in the title, I mean, it's the sort of thing that can, if you think about it long enough, can keep you awake at night, can't it? I mean, it's uh, it's so powerful. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, and the first thing you do, like you say, uh, the first thing you, when you hear about this stuff, you want to tell people. So I think everyone yeah. has like, got shares in this movement. <laughs> Um, now, I always have to say this in every lockdown interview I've done. I have to caveat this by saying, yes, I'm, I'm well aware that um, what is happening right now is uh, is is dreadful. Um, 
but what, what I want to say is, is, is a, if, if a positive can be found from this, um, you've really, I mean, again, I know it sounds bad out of context, but you've really thrived in this scenario. I know that your book tour, um, you had to hit a pause on that. Yeah. But thank you to the uh, the power of the, the internet and communication and community. You've been able to reach so many people uh, and, and, and talk about this, this new book. Could you just, a lot of our listeners may not be aware, but could you just uh, share with us uh, what you've been able to achieve in these, these past few weeks? Well, from a personal perspective, um, it's actually what I, I really, really needed. I was, when I, when I first realised that I had to quarantine for two weeks at the time because I, I actually got a flight back from America and apparently there was a confirmed case sitting two, two seats behind me and uh, I was just told to self-isolate for two weeks. Luckily, I didn't get anything, but the thought of that and the worry of maybe getting this virus was enough to make me feel really quite uh, sad and I was on my own in, in my house in London. So it was a bit weird, but um, then the lockdown came in and I thought look, I need to make this a positive. And um, I haven't stopped for the last three to four years. And there's been some really up, huge, huge ups and downs. And um, at certain points, I probably could have had a, a big crash or I came close to it. So these um, these times actually have been great for me in, in order to sort of recuperate and have a think and catch up on various different things. And um, I've actually, I feel fitter and healthier than I ever have done before because I've been able to, you know, get in a good routine of eating where often I'm traveling here, there and everywhere and I'm not, you know, I'm not able to do that and then exercise every day and taking up running and that's something I've really enjoyed. And, and, then, and then in terms of work, as you say, um, people find themselves on their, their, their computers and, and if if they think like me as well, that want, wanting to learn something during these times. So I've been watching gardening videos. <laughs> I've been oh, watching, legend, yes. Watching all sorts on YouTube. I've got into yeah. some crazy dark holes on YouTube, but <laughs> some educational stuff too. And um, I think often people are doing the same thing with cooking. So various people have found my videos. And, and um, in terms of uh, the social media side of things, yeah, people have, have uh, watched my videos more and I hit 1 million subscribers recently, which I is... Mean, Jesus, guys. Yeah. And uh, obviously the book came out too. So unfortunately the book tour is cancelled, but I decided to do a virtual book tour on my, my YouTube so people can still hear why I made it, get a, get a preview of it and, and do all the good stuff that I would do if I was actually on the tour anyway. So, Gaz, so good. Can you? What, what was the inspiration with with the uh, with the new book, please? Oh, right. Well, um, I think the first two cookbooks that I did, um, you know, I was really just trying to sort of to well flex flex my muscles in two ways, but to show show that how good vegan food can be, show that you can recreate almost anything, but also then show my um, my cooking flair and. And, and what I've learned in professional kitchens. So, cause there wasn't any cook, vegan cookbooks of that nature out there. So some of the recipes were quite complex using ingredients that maybe you wouldn't find at every supermarket. Um, so I decided this time I, I need to make something for everyone and make veganism more accessible. I'm also, as I said, into my fitness. So I, I wanted to make sure that it's a, a really, um, you know, I wanted to, sh- show lots of protein packed recipes yeah, um, and yeah, just simple foods, that, but 
without losing any of that flair that the first two cookbooks have. And um, I want people to be wowed whenever they have eat, eat their food. Food should be enjoyed. It's, it's, it's life for me. And I want people to get that same reaction that I get whenever I eat my food. And, and uh, I think if they cook my recipes from this book, they will also get that same feeling and they'll wow whoever they're cooking for. I'm right in saying as well that I, I, I believe that you've um, you've really turned people around. I know that just a few years ago, if you'd if you mentioned vegan food, you know it had a reputation. Unfairly, I hasten to add for you know for being bland. Um, whereas you've really helped change perceptions there, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I get why people would say that. If, if when you take the meat or the fish or the dairy out of a plate, then most people w- would, wouldn't have much left on their plates, you know? Yeah. Um, but when you realise that there's like eight over nearly 100,000 different ingredients that a vegan can eat, <laughs> you realise then it's not going to be bland and boring. And it's just, right. it's just open up your mind. And I literally, I've, I, well, as a, the first meal I had when I was vegan was the most vibrant, tasty fresh tasting dish that I've, I've had it I had in a long time and it's been like that since I've um, since the five years since I've been eating vegan and um, your taste buds come alive when you first go vegan I think I think they are so used, used to eating the same same old things that when you go vegan you instantly start experimenting and you start tasting flavors that you haven't had before and it just um, it's great honestly what what else changed for you I've interviewed a few um What's the lad's name? Is it uh, Pr- uh, Pritchard from Dirty oh, Sanchez? Another Welsh boy. Mm-hmm. You know, again, just you know, a lovely guy. But he, he, one thing he flagged was the uh, the energy that, that he found. What 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 are the? Uh... Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, positives did you find from, from going vegan? Uh... So initially, yeah, the en- energy, and still to this day, actually, um, I, uh, as I said, I'd just taken up running. And um, yeah. 
I literally for the last three weeks, I've done a, I did a handful of 5k runs because I got challenged to do it. And my time was really good. I, well, people were telling me it was good. I hadn't done any running before. So, uh, the other day I was back home in Cardiff with my, um, my family. And, um, I said, dad, I'm going on a run now. He said, Oh, how long are you going for? I said, Oh, maybe only an hour. He said, I'll come along on the bike with you. I ended, I ended up running 13 miles, which is half a marathon. Oh my God. <laughs> and, um, I didn't want to. I, 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 I've got this energy, and and the time that I did was was crazy. As, as I said to you before, I got this very really, really competitive nature with myself, so I couldn't stop and I couldn't, I couldn't slow down. But um, uh, that, that type of thing and being able to recover from exercise so fast. And when I go to the gym, I do a big a weights workout. I I don't ache for days like I used to. Sure. Um, and I'm not even one to sort of look too much at how much protein I'm eating. I just make sure I'm eating a wild, varied diet. Um, so that, that's a huge plus for anyone that, that is working out and, and does like exercise for me. Um, now, yeah. Go uh, now, if I, if I go to full uh, QVC mode for the book, it, I mean, it looks fantastic. The, 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 the journalist in me and the editor in me wants to praise the, the layout and the design, uh, the pictures are fantastic. Um, for anyone, for anyone thinking about uh, embracing the vegan lifestyle, could is there a meal from the new book that you could um, that that you might pick out? Yeah, um, for sure. Thank you. By the way, um, I would probably choose the um, barbecue meatloaf. Um, with, with the caramelized barbecue sauce over the top is beautiful and then also maybe the, the tofu koftas because I think that tofu gets a bad rep but when you treat it right and you look uh, and you you add the right ingredients to it and you cook it in the right way it can be very meaty and these tofu koftas have got amazing aromatic spices in them that um, will, will satisfy your taste buds for sure I'm so glad you said that about tofu. So my, my wife went vegan. She did veganuary. Yeah. And uh, this is off the back of watching Cowspiracy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and she's remained vegetarian. And she has successfully hoodwinked me several times with the with the tofu. We've, we've oh. finished, say, a chilli. And, she, <laughs> and she's gone, do you enjoy that? And I'm yeah, it's delicious. It wasn't meat. And I've gone, oh, you son of a gun. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's tremendous, isn't it? Well, definitely. I, th- I mean, there's there's so many things on the supermarket shelves these days that meat replacements. That is, we when I went vegan five years ago, they weren't there. So I used to make my own chicken. I used to make my own vegan beef, all vegan, obviously. Um, but nowadays, you can get vegan chicken, vegan burgers, sausages, mints. Everything is on the supermarket shelves, so it is yeah. so much easier. I mean, I mean that the, the barbecue black bean burger. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you put that in front of the biggest carnivore who'd ever lived, they would demolish that, wouldn't they? I think burgers are a really good sort of entry-level vegan food because yeah. uh, you know, it's, you know any, no one will turn down a burger as long as it's cooked right. And um, I'm one, but however, I'm a bit of a vegan burger connoisseur. connoisseur. <laughs> if if I get served a vegan burger and it's mushy, which often they can be, hard, I. I'm infuriated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> However, in the book, in the recipe, I talk about how you avoid that and um, 
honestly, vegan burgers are great. I, I cooked vegan food, uh, vegan burgers for four of my biggest meat eating mates just yeah. after I went vegan. And it was off the back of them tasting those burgers. And, and then they basically said, you've got to start sharing these recipes on social media after tasting those burgers. So, uh, yeah, vegan burgers are a good one to get people interested for sure. Now, at the risk of sounding like your agent here, you, you, you've already hinted at the, the, the restaurants. Um, what I do know about you, from what I've read about you, I, I, I do get the feeling that this is, I feel like we're having this chat while you're still on the ground floor. I still feel like you you are just only getting started. What, what else can you share with us in terms of, of the uh, the future there, Gaz? Can I ask when this podcast is coming out first? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, guys, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, tell you what, uh, we can put it out whenever uh, suits you. How's that? Um, okay, well, um, so a bit of an exclusive. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I always said that on my YouTube, that when I reach 1 million subscribers, I will announce where my restaurant's going to be. However, I didn't expect to be in the middle of a pandemic during the time I hit 1 million subscribers. <laughs> so, um, I, it's, you know, a re- the restaurant industry is one of the toughest industries normally, regardless if you're in the situation we're in right now. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I wouldn't want to be opening a restaurant right now. However, I've got a plan um, that I'm going to tell you. Uh, Oh God, I haven't said this out loud. Uh, so I want to um, bring my restaurant on the road. So I want to do a worldwide restaurant. I've got this audience that is based all around the world. And often people say to me, oh, wherever your restaurant's going to be, I'm going to fly to it and come and eat your food. Yeah. I was thinking, why don't I take the restaurant to them? So I want to do a worldwide restaurant and I'm open my restaurant up in various different parts of the world for a certain amount of time. So it's going to be... Um, yeah, a restaurant on on the road um, coming soon to a city near you, <laughs> and um, that way, then I can really figure out where um, I want to put the permanent restaurant in the end, and and it also gives people the chance to taste my food um, in 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 different parts of the world, as I said. You see, that is such a that is a genius idea, isn't it? That is absolutely fabulous. Where did what? I mean, that's, that's such a good idea, mate, honestly. Where, where did inspiration strike? How did you come up with that? Because that is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually just come off the back of me not know, knowing where I want to settle down, to be honest with you. Sure. When I open a restaurant, it needs to be somewhere where I'm really, really happy and just um, and, and see myself being a long term. But I, I'm yet to sort of figure that out yet. And also, I've got a love for travel that um, won't leave me in it. As I said, I was a professional chef in um, in the kitchens for a number of years, but I'm only 27, and and yeah. I, you know, right now I should still be in there learning and and stuff like that. But I think the best way for me to keep learning and keep um, developing my cooking skills is to travel. So if I can tie traveling in with um, with also being able to open up a restaurant in in a part of the world where I never thought I'd get to, is is great. So. My idea would be to turn up a, in in a city somewhere around the world, and, and then only use local ingredients to make my menu. So good. Open up the doors for a few days and uh, and get as many people who in as we can tasting the food. But um, I think that would be great, and I, I would love to sort of get a, a TV 
TV production uh, crew along with me. Um, I think that would be awesome too. But uh, it's a great idea for a show as well. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> if not, I, I can let all on my YouTube. Absolutely. I mean, my, 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 I was going to say, um, I know you're you, you're only twenty seven. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not from London. I'm, I'm from Yorkshire. I'm wearing my Yorkshire cricket top while we have this chat. But I, but I live in London. Does London feel like home to you, or do you feel like you're, you're yet to uh, truly dig those roots in? Um, Cardiff will always be my my home, um, and and I think what I've learnt, uh, home is where the family is, really, isn't it? I think that because uh, I'm because I'm single, I'm on my own. As, as much as I've got a lovely place in London and, um, you know, I enjoy living here, it's not home home because I'm not surrounded by family. So sure. uh, until I go, until I, I have that of my own, I'm, I, I think I will, uh, I'll, I'll still always call Cardiff home. <laughs> I mean, so it's just such a, it's a, I've been to Cardiff a lot down the years. It's, it's a fantastic city, isn't it? So I know the word, the word vibrant is such a cliche, but it, it really is, isn't it? Yeah, and I, 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 as I said, I went on that run over the over last week, and um, such a beautiful city. I went I went running really early, and so the sun was just coming up and going through the beautiful parks, and uh, it's very quiet, and you know the air is fresh, and if you do see someone, they do smile at you and nod, and I really like that. I like that in London. <laughs> I always try and nod and smile at the person I'm walking past, and they think I'm a weirdo. I think. <laughs> Mate, you are you, you could not be singing to the choir anymore. I, especially during lockdown, I find because I'm one of these annoying people who says, "Hey, how are you doing?" to everyone. Yeah. So I don't you. I, I find that I either get a friendly, "Hey, you're right back," or especially with the uh, social distancing, some yeah. people look, some people look furious. Yeah. Definitely, I can kind of understand it during these times, but um, I, I, I was, I went. Shopping. It might just be me. <laughs> I, I, well, you're from Yorkshire, so I get it's, it's probably the same there as it is in, in Cardiff, where people nod at each other and smile. But when I went to the supermarket recently, I had this face mask mask on. Sure. And paranoid, paranoid as everyone else is, and uh, I realised I couldn't smile in, uh, anywhere. Oh man. <laughs> So as soon as I can start wearing that, I can uh, go back to being polite. I think. <laughs> may, may, may I ask what uh, I think? I mean, I think we've touched on it already, but um, what 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 do you do for balance, especially during during these times? Um, definitely keeping a routine as much as I possibly can. I remember yeah. the first couple of weeks, you know, I was getting up, I wasn't washing my face. One day, I realised I hadn't cleaned my teeth all day. I was like, "What the hell am I doing?" <laughs> So uh, making sure I started my day correctly, doing the normal things as I'd do if I was going to go out to a meeting or whatnot. And then also just trying to do some form of exercise is so important. Um, I'm a, this is something that I really want to try and get across on, on my platforms these days because I've struggled with my mental health and, um, and exercise has been a saving grace always. And I always come back after doing exercise feeling better. You never regret a workout. So whether that's me um, running up and down my stairs a hundred times, which bloody does work you out, um, or going for a run or just doing some home workouts with whatever equipment that I can find, uh, it's really helped me keep that balance. And um, as I, and, and obviously eating healthy is, is something that I, uh, I'm a big uh, 
believer of. And, and as well as that, um, spending time in the kitchen is so therapeutic and, uh, and meditative for me. So doing the things I enjoy like that is, is, is great for the mind and the soul. So, um, yeah, they're my top tips to keep balance, I'd say. Before we go, I know you've been, but you've been so generous with your time. It's been so lovely to uh, to chat to chat with you. But may, may I just just ask as well, given the 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 volume of followers that you've got, given what is going on in the world right now, um, I know we touched on it earlier in terms of your impact with with veganism in, in people's lives, but in terms of of community. There's a lot of people out there who, who don't have anyone, you know, their families might live in another city. Um, I mean, that's a really lovely thing, what you're doing there. I mean, your videos will be the highlight of, of someone's day or someone's week. Um, I mean, that's, it's, it's powerful stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and um, that's what I, well, I decided for, um, more or less straight away that even if I'm feeling uh, feeling not too good in myself is to, to try and be as positive as possible and, and also share that positivity on social media, whether it's on my Instagram story, being an idiot and telling a stupid dad joke, it's, uh, <laughs> it will make someone laugh and make someone, someone happy. So um, sharing that positivity and, and using social media and, and um, using that um, audience that I have, to, well, just to help them is, 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 is a good thing. I think so social media can be a, a, a bad place, but uh, often there is some beautiful moments on there as well. I, I, I could not agree more um, pre-lockdown, you know, I've, I mean, I've written pieces in balance, you know, flagging the ills of social media, but since the lockdown, I've really changed my opinion. Um, I've seen some really remarkable stuff and I've, I've witnessed firsthand uh, people getting in touch to say what a, what a difference it's made. And it's, uh, it, it's proof that when things are used in the right way, um, amazing things can happen. Yeah, definitely, and I, I love um, I love seeing how creative people are getting as well, and, and using this time so so well to show how creative they are. Like I've seen some crazy videos of people making those um, I don't know what they call them, but you know, oh, the they, TikTok videos. Well, sometimes they're a bit annoying, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the videos of like you would um, you would run like a ball through a random track around your house using all the bits and bobs, and the, the yeah. I don't, it's hard to explain, but just some really creative stuff and then amazing art work that people have been doing. It's just, I think it's great. I think that um, being someone who, uh, I, I, I class my sort of work in terms of my food and, and everything I do as art. So using, uh, and, and my Instagram is, is basically a um, art gallery for that. So uh, I will po- I will continue to post whatever I do because it's a way for me to get my art out there as if I was just going to paint a painting and, and give it to a local uh, arts gallery for them to put on the wall. So I like it when people are creative and, and use social media for that purpose as well. It's funny you say that because this, this book of yours, I mean, it is, it, it is, it is a work of art. I mean, I'm, I've got it in front of me now. I mean, the, you know, the, some of these pictures take, take the, the one pot tomato pasta you could you could frame that and hang it on the wall, couldn't you? Well, that would be my kind of art that I'll have in my, uh, my yeah for sure. And um, it's something that uh, I've always been passionate about food photography. But obviously, presenting food is something that I've 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 learned over the years. But 
in terms of the food photography, when I started this uh, social media journey, I knew that I had to up the levels on that because I was so inspired by cookbooks that I'd had over the years growing up as a kid and the food magazines and all the sorts. And I was trying to take a picture just as good on my iPhone and realizing that it wasn't, it wasn't as good. So I invested in a camera. I started collecting props and backgrounds and old bits of tap from wherever I was and they would make up the background in the pictures. So, um, and nowadays I work with the most incredible food photographer called Simon Smith and I go to his studio and he's got the, the most incredible backgrounds and props. So I'll, I'll cook everything. And that's, um, something that lots of cookbook authors actually don't do. So I, I cook yeah. every, every dish that's in that book. I style it and I also choose the backgrounds and props with Simon. And as I said, he's got loads to choose from. So that's why the photos come out so beautifully. And obviously he's got an incredible camera too and great assistants who help edit up the pictures. But um, I love that aspect. It is, it is art for me. So, uh, and there's a food picture for every recipe in the book as well. So um, yes. I'm really proud of that. Well, I'll tell you what, before we go, which which meal should I try take on to impress my wife and kids from the new book? Uh, well, it's, this is honestly like choosing um, choosing between if I had kids. Uh, <laughs> I think you can't go wrong with lasagna because it's something that people know and love already. Um, okay, okay. Non-vegan ones, but then also to be able to make it vegan and it still tastes as good, if not better, because I'm able to make this um, really cheesy sauce, which people, I, I personally love on a, on a lasagna. So just cook them a lasagna. Honestly, you'll you'll blow them away and, and really impress them. That's that's a simple one, and and um, I know that they'll love that. But if you want to go, if you want to do a very special dish as a special occasion, my seared watermelon tuna in the salad section is great. Wow. Yeah, if you marinate and and, and slow roast the water, uh, watermelon, it changes the texture completely, and um, it it almost has the texture of like tuna. And I sear it, and it has this amazing marinade. It's 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 beautiful. Um, so you'll see that on my restaurant menu in the future for sure. But um, I put it in, put it in the book just if people want to wow uh, some some friends they're cooking for. Uh, Gaz, I can't thank you enough. It's such a uh, such a thrill to talk with you. I'm yeah. sorry about my voice, but uh, thank you for everything. No worries. Thank you for interviewing me. I really appreciate it. It's great. Bless you. Take care, Gaz. Nice speaking. Bye bye now. You too. Bless you. Thank you. Huge thanks to Gaz Oakley. What a lovely chap. Uh, thanks to Gaz's people for making that happen. As ever, we will hyperlink uh, Gaz's site and how to buy Gaz's book. Again, as ever, uh, you'd be doing us a solid if you can spread the word, tell your friends uh, who we had in previous episodes, as well as Gaz, people like Ricky Gervais, Regina King, Patricia Arquette, Henry Cavill. Uh, we are at Balance LDN across the socials. I'm at James Gill Comedy. I know some of you have been watching our, I do some online comedy nights with Always Be Comedy. We've had Al Murray, Romish Ranganathan, Harry Hill, Sarah Pascoe, Rachel Paris, many more. Uh, so I, I will see some of you at those shows. That's always be comedy. Uh, have a great week. Thank you as always. Super grateful. And thanks again to Gaz. Take care. Bye bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.